A common conversation that I have with veterans as well as a wide range of people is around finding joy after service or finding joy after doing something that you love so much that you're no longer able to do. You know, how do you go from running and gunning, for instance, to functioning behind a desk? How do you go from being a college or semi-pro athlete to doing something that seems not quite as exciting, you know, where 100,000 people aren't showing up to watch you do what you do daily? How do you go from being a police officer to doing that quote-unquote normal job and still finding joy in your day? And I share that it's from a wide range of people because you know, last week we talked about self-isolation and kind of why we isolate, all the things that drive us to isolate from other people around us. And you know, for a lot of people, it's that feeling that we feel really different from other people that other people wouldn't get us. And on this topic, there's a ton of similarities for, from people for all walks of life. And for the most part, everyone shares that one thing in common. You know, we all want joy and happiness in life, yet it feels elusive to most people. And most of the time, a lot of people feel like that joy is really elusive. And, and so know that you're not alone in this topic. In fact, there's probably someone really close to you in your life right now with the same thoughts of finding joy. And it, it's they're not going to understand it and relate to you and the level of where you're coming from through the lens of maybe the military or if you were a police officer. That They're definitely not going to get where you're coming from on that level. But where you have common ground is on a deeper level of just being human and, and wanting to find joy in your life today. And so I share all of that because no matter what space you're coming from, no matter what lens you're looking through, I guarantee you that somebody next to you has their example of a space where they want to find joy in their life, yet it's hard for them to find. And so as a side bonus to today, if you wanted to, you could definitely connect with them on this topic. And just looking through the lens of if you wanted to connect with them, where they're looking for joy in their life and, and how they're able to do that, I'd bet that you'd have a pretty great conversation with them. And so, you know, in the conversation of finding joy, though, when I'm talking to people just about their current role, their current space after service, um, and insert whatever lens you're looking through for this, it usually starts with somebody telling me all the negativity. You know, they can list out all of the negativity, all the bad things that are happening in their life right now. And when I stop and ask them, you know, tell me about something that brings you joy right now. You know, Sometimes takes them a minute and they think of this one thing and you'll see the smile come across their face and they'll start to tell me about it and they'll get start to laugh. And it's you know amazing to see their physiological shift that takes place. You know, even if it's just for that one instance, focusing on the joy, you can see their mind and their mindset shift into a totally different direction, even if it's just for one brief moment, which brought me to the concept and the topic that I wanted to share with you today. And there's this thing called the upward spiral of joy and gratitude. The upward spiral of joy and gratitude. It's something you can research this. You can look it up online. There's a, I mean, there's tons of, of scientific papers on it. There, there's all kinds of things. Um, and if you want more joy in your life, simply focus on the things that you're currently grateful for each day. Savor those moments, you know, even after they've passed. And you will in turn find more joy and more things to be happy for in your life. You know, the more things that you're grateful for, the more things that you recognize bring you joy, uh, the more joy that you'll have on the back end. And it's this this upward spiral that tends to take place. And, you know, the 
the practice of finding joys and gratitudes is something that I've been doing for for quite some time. You know, a mentor of mine gave it to me as a you know, just a daily practice, and it's it's something I that I've started doing quite some time ago. But I've definitely found a, a large difference in, in the things that I feel grateful for, and I really wanted to understand why. You know, what were the nuts and bolts? Why why is it that once I started practicing writing down things that I'm grateful for that I actually found more things to be grateful for, more things to be joyful about. And you know, my research on this, all the things I've read about, all the things I've looked into brought me to two, two interesting spaces, two interesting topics as it relates to this that I wanted to share with you. And the first is the reticular activating system. And this is essentially, it's a, it's a bundle of nerve cells uh, at your brainstem that filter out unnecessary information so the important things get through. And I want to make sure that we stop there too because the important things is the key thing. You know, it only thinks what you decide is important is actually important. You know, there's not just this this big list of things that it's just going to gravitate towards. It's the things that you tell it are important, that's what it lets through. And so it creates a little filter of these items to focus on so that when it comes up later, when life has a million different things that it's throwing your way and that grouping of all that different data, all that different content, it can grab that one little item, that one little filter that it created and bring it to you easily. And once you've decided to focus on it, that filters in place. And you know, this is the same reason that when you decide to buy a car, you see it everywhere. Or the same reason in a room full of, you know, if you're at a restaurant, out of a bar, wherever you're at, and there's hundreds of people talking, all these different conversations, uh, if somebody randomly calls out your name, even at just normal level, it's not even a loud call out for your name, you stop and you hear it. Your, your mind is very alert, very tuned in to when somebody says your name, it's because you've got a filter in it. So it brings it to you. Immediately, somebody said your name and, and then you can hear it. And you'll turn around and look for that person and you... Good luck finding them. Uh, it's going to be tough, but you heard it. Your mind, your the filter said, "Hey, there it is. You got to find it visually now." And it's it's why that happens is your reticular activating system. So when you create the habit of focusing on things that bring you joy and gratitude, you actually create a new filter in your reticular activating system that that trains it to go out and find other gratitudes for you. The more you focus on them, the more you'll find each day and so on and so on. It's this beautiful cycle that gets created. And the second item that stood out to me, it's similar, yet it's a little different, is this term called inattentional blindness. Inattentional blindness. And said simply, when we focus on all of our attention on one item, we become blind to the other things that are happening around it. You know, there's this pretty famous YouTube video uh, study done on where they actually show you a group of people and white and black shirts passing a basketball around a basketball court. And if you haven't, if you haven't seen this, I apologize for the spoiler alert of what's about to happen. But while it's happening, you know, they tell you to count how many times you see the people in black shirts passing the basketball. And so you start, your mind goes to work counting and what the vast majority of people miss is while it's happening. And they ask you how many you counted is, in the video, there's this huge gorilla that just walks out in the middle of it, this person in a gorilla suit, and everybody misses it. Nobody sees it because we're so busy focused on uh, how many times people in black shirt making a pass, making a pass, making a pass, and we mi- we literally miss this giant gorilla that walks right through this group of people. And 
it's funny because they actually redid the study and they, they got me a second time because uh, everybody was expecting the gorilla. And so while you're pretending to not expect the gorilla, you're still counting the passes. You see the gorilla and you think that you've got it. You've accomplished the task. But they actually started changing the various backgrounds in the video and, and everybody missed that. And it's once we're focusing now, now I've got the gorilla and I'm going to count the passes. I can get both of them. And then we miss the background changes that are happening. You know, inattentional blindness uh, and the filters you create work hand in hand in creating a great day or destroying your outlook on your current day. And so if, if you're the type of person that's doom and gloom, uh, talking about all the negative things that are happening, how bad life is, all the just all those things, know that your mind is creating filters where you're actually going to go find more of those things that appear to be doom and gloom. And all of that kicks in our inattentional blindness because when you're focusing on it now, when you're hyper-focused in on bringing more of that negative to you, you're going to be really blind to any sort of positive thing that's happening in your life. And nobody does this intentionally, yet it happens all the time. And it's also the plus side because the opposite of this is true too. When you start to define your gratitudes, when you start to focus on the things in your life that bring you joy, your mind will actually give you more of those too. And it's, it's not that they're randomly you know, appearing. It's not that more joy is just randomly going to magically happen. It's much like that car that you decided to buy and saw everywhere. Is the moment you decide to find joy, you'll find that everywhere too. And so the application of this concept is simple. It's basic. All you need is a pen and a piece of paper. And each morning when you wake up, take a minute to jot down three to five things that bring you joy today. Today is the key though. What are, what's bringing you joy today? And you have to get granular with it. You have to get uh, really, really small, really granular, meaning that if it's a family member, which family member? What did that family member do today that brought you joy? If it's a friend, which friend? What did that friend do specifically today to bring you joy? And I share that, the granular nature of it, because oftentimes people will ask me about the repeating nature of their gratitudes, which is, it's, it's really the point, if you think about it, if you, if you can't think of anything to be grateful for, that should be a problem for you. It means that it's not front of mind. And it's, it's the reason it feels repeatable, it's because it's not granular. An example of it would be just total, just this may or may not apply to you, but being grateful for family is very different than being grateful for the joke that your one kid told last night at dinner table that, you know, that everybody was laughing and joking and you're just really grateful to have that family moment. You know, being grateful for family and being grateful for the joke your kid told last night, uh, both of those are in fact an example of gratitude, but the second one is much more specific. It's much more granular and there's a really good chance that same exact thing is not going to repeat tomorrow. Even if it's the same kid that does something different, it's going to be a different item to be grateful for. So get granular with it. Jot down the item in your life that, that's bringing you joy or gratitude right now. Get granular. Get really specific. And it's it's through this granular nature, once you, you make it a really, really small item and you're able to savor that moment, that's when you're going to find an abundance of joy in your life today. One million veterans. Empowering one million veterans is my mission. My name is Thad David, and if you like this mission or this podcast, there's a few things you could do to help me out. 
And number one is just leave a five-star review and let the world know that you enjoyed this show. Number two, follow or subscribe the show wherever you're watching. And number three, share it with as many people as you think would find value in it. Now, if you have direct feedback for me, or if there's anything that I can do to personally help you out, please reach out to me directly at victoriousveteranproject at gmail.com. I truly look forward to hearing from you. Conquer today.